Marcus Garvey once said, a people without the knowledge of their past history, origin and culture is like a tree without roots. Dear listeners, welcome to another episode of Podcast with Parrot, the show that brings the cultures and languages of the Nigerian people to your keen and listening ears. On today's episode, we have a respectable fellow with us and... Let me just allow him to introduce himself. Can you introduce yourself to us, sir? Okay, um, my name is George Lambert. Um, I have a Biram name, of course, which is uh, from FOM. So uh, for the sake of this interview, I would say my name is George Form Lambert. I am the convener of uh, Goal Heritage Group. Um, Goal is my local government. Um, People call it Barkiladi. Constitutionally, it's Barkiladi, of course, but um, by virtue of my culture and my history and my heritage, the name is Gol. So I'm from Gol. Um, I'm a farmer, studied biochemistry, University of Jos. Yeah. Um, with a little bit of politics here and there, yeah. and a few other things like that, you know, to keep body and soul together. So basically, I would say that's the summary of. Um, George Lambert. Okay, okay. Thank you, sir. Um, before we proceed, I I also want to uh, make it clear: this is not an interview, sir. This is like a podcast. This is a conversation. Like um, I'm not just asking questions. Like we just want to interact, and so our our listeners can get to understand more about the culture, the heritage of the Biron people. Mm. But before I forget, because actually this was not part of my my plan. You mentioned um, you are from Gol, mm. okay, G W O L. Mm. Yeah, I've heard of it personally, but I know a lot of people have not heard of the clamor for the change of name from the Barkinladi that is in the Constitution of Nigeria to Gol. So I want to like, if you can just briefly tell us, like, okay, how did it start? Like, okay, if the name is Gol, as you rightly said. That was the name of the people mm. who named it Berkinladi. How did it start? Berkinladi is clearly a Hausa. Berkinladi is a Hausa name. It's from the Hausa language. So how did it happen? How did it? And I think Berkinladi should be like the only local government in Plateau State that has a Hausa name, mm. if I'm not mistaken. So I just want to know, like, if you can briefly tell us how it started and how we got here and what are we doing about it. Um, thank you, thank you. You see, um, in Plateau State, we have some quite um, quite some communities that have um, names that are not uh, indigenous. Orig- indigenous names. Okay. You know, um, a, a movement started by the former governor, uh, uh, which he began naming some other places by their actual names. You know, Jishe, um, like yeah. you know, Tudunwada. Yeah. Tudunwada is a Hausa name, but uh, yes. we know that the name is Jishe. Okay. We also have names like uh, Top in Rayfield, uh, where people used to call it Mayadiko, yes. you know, yeah. Gura Top and Top, all those places yeah. are all named uh, named uh, indigenously or have indigenous names as the case may be. We also have, um, even, um, you said uh, Barkinladi amongst the names in Biram, the local governments in Biram. No, we have Just South. Is it Just South is English, right? Yes. Just is kind of um, name from the colonial masters yes. where they couldn't pronounce the actual name Jot, G-O-T. Okay. That's the actual name of Jos. Okay. Instead of Jos, it's Jot. So that alone is also a a, a kind of um, a misrepresentation of the actual name of the people or the community okay. or the states as the case may be. 
or as it were. Um, unfortunately, Barkiladi is one of those um, local governments. And the story behind the name Barkiladi is, um, you know, Barkiladi used to be a hub of business, especially for miners, tin mining and all that. So there mm. were a lot of northerners, a lot of northern people who came into the city or the local governments to mine, yes. you know, and um, from the most um, widely accepted um, story about the name Barakin Ladi is where a woman by name Ladi, she came all the way from one of, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is Bauchi or one of those states okay. came in for business. You know, she used to, you know, um, feed, uh, she used to cook okay. food. So most people, when they go for their uh, mining work and other other jobs, they come back and say, we are, we are going to Barki. Go on, like Barki Ladi, where okay. Ladi has her shop, shop, yeah, because it was a, a very restaurant. prominent restaurant or okay. business place. And it's unfortunate that she is also accrued to being um, uh, a sex worker. I wouldn't want to say prostitute because okay. maybe it's a bit va- vulgar. vulgar, but um, she was a sex worker, okay. um, also. So it was, she was, a, she has a popular store, so she was popular. Okay. So by Slowly, slowly, the name Barkiladi became stock. Yes, people. became like part of the people, and then you know, but and then the name Goal, and because Goal was not um, the local government was not say or would say um, the cons- there was no constitution in Nigeria then where you would say um, boundaries have been marked that this is an entire local government, but the most prominent place in that local government was called Goal. Yes. And goal simply means um, um, like a slope down a valley, like the slope down a valley, because there were a lot of mine um, hunting activities that were going on. So we had a lot of rocks and mountainous um, areas. So um, the, the, the place is named after, like named by the description of the location. Okay. So by virtue of the name, uh, by virtue of that particular woman, the name Barkiladi um, became what we have now. Okay, and also I, for I, I don't have knowledge on it, but I just also feel like in our past conversations we spoke about the impact of the Hausa language mm. on the people of Plateau State and the Middle Belt as a whole. Hausa language is the largest spoken language mm. in Nigeria. In fact, in Africa, I think it's one of the top three most mm. spoken language. So when you mentioned that um, people came from up north to mine here, Hausa language was it's a no-brainer. The Hausa language was going to be like the, the lingua franca, quote-unquote, of the people. So I think it, it might have influenced, like a lot of people started hearing the Birkin Ladi. Yeah. So I think yeah. it might have influenced. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay, thank you for that piece of information. So um, you have said a lot about um, the goal. I just want to know, okay, like the brief history of the Biron people and what they are popularly known for. Mm, yeah, well, the Biron people, very exceptional people, very amazing people. Um, <laughs> um, I'm so happy that I'm also a Biron person. Mm-hmm. Even though if I would have been in gas or would have been a Mogovu person, it wouldn't still be a bad okay. thing. But um, for me to have been, or for nature to have decided that I would be a Biron man, I would say I'm blessed because the Biron people are so amazing that uh, I feel proud. I feel proud anytime I get to be questioned about the 
stupid on people or where I'm coming from, you know. Um, Birom, very interesting name, very interesting. We have um, about 14 districts in, including Kaduna. Kaduna State. Yes, we have a district in Kaduna. Um, we have, I think, we have, yes, 14 districts. Actually, we have just we have Gel, Vom, Kuru, Rob, Foron, Gashish, Jodbato, Jodbatin. That is just it's just north. Now we have a district in just north. We also have um, Haipang. We have quite. We have 14 districts and with um, different dialects. We speak. We, we have different dialects. You know, like uh, intonations. Now, you know, people, you, you when you hear Biron person from um, Fuang speaks different from somebody from Gol. Okay. It's the same thing when you are careful enough to listen. It's the same thing, but it's just the tongue, the intonation. You the know, accent, like accent. Yes, the accent. Okay. Um, we also the Biron people by the Plateau State history. Before the division to 14 districts, we all came down from Riom. Okay. You know, Riom was like the base where the entire Biron people, after moving from the the migration happened down to Riom. Okay. It was from Riom that people now decided to start moving to different, or let's say, I would say families now started moving to different clans. Uh, yeah. Yes, clans started moving to different locations, okay. looking for different uh, reasons, uh, looking for different things for different purposes, why they left settlements and all that. Some is uh, overpopulation of the place they were, so they decided to move to a different location. Some is uh, as a result of what they are good at. Yes, so they decided to look for places that are viable for their uh, business or whatever it is they were doing. So those are some of the few reasons that made uh, people move from Rayom down to... We all came from the Nok. You know, the old knock culture okay. and you know we all came from there and some people have this belief that the Biron people came from China because of our similarity of names you know yeah. some other people have this uh, school of thought that we came from Rome yes. and so the, one of the chief defense of that statement is that you know when we say be Rome it's like saying people from Rome yeah. in Biron I want to ask you actually does Biron has mm-hmm. like a meaning on its own so yeah, so it's it's more like be Rome, you know, like people from Rome. That's okay. that's a school of thought, though. Okay. That's how okay. that's a school okay. of of okay. thoughts. So, um, you would because you know black people, or I would say history. We don't as black people, we don't have people or scribes who kept our history, you know. So some of these things don't have a certain uh, place where you would say this is where. You can like fact check. Yes, you, yes, you can fact check this. So these are okay. different people with different school of thoughts. It's just that the most widely accepted, we go we go ahead with it because of history. And of course, some of us we are trying to see that we study this history to you know so that our children will have. Because as they say, man without history is like someone who doesn't know where he's yeah. heading to. Yes. You know, so uh, we have to find history. But the Biron people are very exceptional. We know we. We are predominantly farmers and hunters yes. as of then. Okay. And because of our skills in farming, you know, we we invented our own farming tools okay. by ourselves. And we had the most progressive farming tools as far as Plateau State is concerned. Okay. That um, most people from other places would come and you know 
get concepts from us. And that is why till today, as far as Plato is concerned, you can go and fact check this. This is a fact that the most tech people you have in Plato State are Birums. And this is because over time, we have we have this um, this God-given knowledge of technology or inventing okay. things, you know. So, um, so, so far, in fact, most of the big chiefs some you, you may not even know their names, but they are bureaus okay. that are doing big in the tech industry now. Okay. And it's uh, one of the things that, that we, we are very, very... Until today, till tomorrow, uh, we, we still do a lot of farming. Okay. You, know, you know our lands are, yeah. our lands are fertile for farming. We, we, I can brag to say that um, out of 100%, uh, the good arable lands, farm, farming lands that we have, in Plateau State, I would say about 40 to 50 percent of those are found in Birom land. We have okay. flat lands, you know, and they are very fertile. In fact, um, in Gashish, yes. there are locations that you don't need fertilizer to farm, it's that fertile, it's enough. yes. So, okay. we have a lot of um, that, and we also have um, uh, what would I say now, apart from farming and um, tech, farming tech. Uh, hunting with people don't hunt anymore. Yeah. You know, people don't barely. hunt anymore. Yes, barely. we barely hunt anymore. But that has given us a leverage. The hunting has given us a leverage on sports. Um, I, when you were coming in, I'm sure you saw marathon something on my door. Yes, yes. Birums are leading in Plateau State in marathon, in international marathon, national marathon, and even state marathon. So, and it's as a result of the hunting, um, our hunting, because in hunting, you know, you, you have to do a lot of running. Yeah. So, uh, people from Vom, to be honest with you, people from Vom are absolutely amazing when it comes to marathon. And most of the marathoners we have now are from there. So, that should tell you that maybe they had more of the hunting in Vom. And then their people now have, you know, it's genes. Yes. So it grew up and in the past over time. Mm, over time. Yeah. And then instead of hunting, they are now doing uh, contemporary yes, stuff, stuff okay. with, with that particular um, genealogy or that particular okay. growth. Okay. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. Sir. Mm. That was rich. So um, now to the question of the day. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, we A lot of people that know anything about the Biron people know that the Biron people name themselves or their, let's say their children. Um, with some unique names, they name yeah. themselves after after animals. Yeah. So I just I just want to know, like we want to know myself, I do not know, and our listeners, we just want to know why, how did it start, mm. and why do the Biron people name bear names of animals? Mm. I just like I I think I st- I stated earlier, you know, we do a lot of hunting, and uh, that has led us to study animals. Okay. and how they behave. We have a lot of majestic animals. Yes. Animals that when you see them, you admire them. So you admire them and then you want your children to, you know, to be bear, like that. Bear their yes, to bear their characteristics. Yes. Yes. Uh, one of those animals we have, like the Dukas. We have different varieties of the Dukas. That's where the names like Gang are coming from, Dung, all those names. It's just different breeds of Duka. And it's, it's a majestic animal. You know, it's a majestic animal and such names are given to people who, you know, you want to uh, imitate like... Um, um, majesty of ma- Yes, animals. you know, and okay. all that. So those names are coming from a place of 
admiration, yes, admiration like of prophecy. Yes, okay. Of those animals. Even though we also have animals that are non-domesticated that people bear the names, you know. Like um <clears throat> no, people bear the name lion, Dashwe. Okay. That's like Dashwe in Biron. That's lion. Okay. Or Shwe, rather Shwe. That is like father. Yeah. So when you add Dashwe, it's like saying um, the person is now maybe a father. Of the lion. No, no, no. You you are now a father. Okay. Because you, you we don't add da to like I told you my name is Fom. Yes. Now if I have children now, my name will now be Da Fom. Okay. Because I am like that is like um like a title for a parent. Okay. Mm, that's what is da and ngo. Yes. Yeah, ngo is mother. Okay. Da is father. for father. You know, so Shui now is like lion. Yes. It's lion actually. So but the person who bears that name if he's a father and usually they don't give people Shui anyhow. Okay. You know, because you know how the animal is, yeah. you know how a lion yeah. is. So king of the jungle. Yes, king of the jungle. So usually those names are I even left for um um, um Royalty. royalties. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, understand. So um we also have um even fish talk. Yes. Both frog, ruang, leaf. Okay. All those names, but those other ones, other have uh, uh, we have um um the most popular and the most widely accepted uh, school of thought is that um people were giving those names because of um uh, like um, the name both the name talk, the name ruang, the name uh other weird names like that. You know, when 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 a family has these um, tendencies of giving birth to children and they die, yes. So you give them those names to survive, because this belief that um, an evil or something comes to you know kill the children, especially when they hear sweet names like Gang, like <clears throat> like uh, Shui, like you know they think you know they think that kills them. People, people just think that uh, the names are, or maybe uh, th- this is something that is very palatable. It's something I should eat. They something I should destroy. Yes, yeah, so it attracts evil. Yes, yeah, so instead of instead of uh, giving them names that will attract evil that will kill them, yes. now give them names that uh, when the evil or whatever it is that kills the children comes okay. and hear talk, yeah. say, ah, frog. this is all frog. Yeah. You know, you understand? Like, why should I? And then, fortunately, the children survive. It works. Mm, it works. The children survives, okay. and they and they and they keep and, and it's still it's, it's still going till date. So, yes, I, so I guess if it won't, if it's if it's not broken, yes. there's no. In fact, if you go to if you go to uh, the rural areas, you you'll be shocked that you would see somebody giving birth today, and you give the child the name Talk, both, and the names have now become like family names because okay. like in my mother's uh, family, by the time I have a child now. You would see somebody will come from a village to come and greet me now to come and say, ah, both are to you. That is like um, incarnation. Yes. The person is trying to say, both, both, one of the elders called both before yes. is back. It's back. Like a reincarnation. A reincarnation, of... especially when the child resembles that particular person. And then once you hear, when the person now says both are to you, if, if that person has, is an elder, he would now, he himself, before, he would make sure that he names the child both even if i don't, don't agree that my child's name is both 
he anytime he sees my child he will say boot okay you understand yeah i understand like uh my cousin one of my cousin in the village uh his name is kibut there is one of our my mother's father now when he was dying that was when they gave birth to him so meaning of kibut is like boat is going okay so he was named after this man is going he's coming he's coming so yeah. he was just named cable like yes yes okay. so sometimes our names can also be statements okay but we, ha- we have beautiful names now yes. you know we have beautiful names now which are prophetic because um i would say that in plateau states the birums are now predominantly christians in fact they are mostly christians compared to other because we do not have festivals that have masquerade anymore okay unlike other tribes or the, sorry not tribes now languages. Mm, other languages or ethnic, ethnic nationalities yes. you know that still have masquerades like traditional yes traditional masquerades and yes. culture they still maintain that ancient culture yeah so the, the, the birums now are predominantly christians okay. and for that we have names that are prophetic we have names that are Uh, biblically inclined yes. we also have names that uh, are destiny inclined yes. you know statement destiny statement so uh, maybe i don't know maybe maybe part of your questions maybe you get to ask if there are oh, yeah. bit more beautiful names now yes like, I, I, yeah. from the boats and the frog and okay the, yeah mm. actually the, the the major point of of this conversation today is because we want to know okay the focus should be on those type of names the ones that we name our uh, our children after animals mm-hmm. like that but then it's it wouldn't stop us from like like briefly briefly um talking about the new generation contemporary names mm-hmm. but i think we would do that in the next in another different episode mm-hmm. for 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 lack of time and yeah, and, yeah. so before we go mm-hmm. i i don't know if you can like just um tell us some of these names that we discussed about and their meanings like any number that comes to mind so some of the names that uh, names that are also names of animals that like come to mind yeah uh, like i said um shui lion yeah. gyan antelope um dun duka uh both frog um talk talk fish, fish. Yes. ruang leaf um I, I'm still trying to find the meaning of my own name, Dafon, okay. okay. because uh, a, a lot of people have given me different meanings. But my grandmother, at least, she said, "It's work." Work. Yes, just work. Okay. You know, not working, just like hard worker. Okay. I just want to call it hard, a hard worker okay. or a farmer, because basically, basically, we were farmers and hunters. So if you work hard, it means you work hard on farming. You work hard on hunting. Okay. If if Shui says Shui is lion, mm. that's like a king of the jungle. Mm. So I I want to, I want to guess there is a name for the king of the skies. Yes, Kim. Okay. Kim is eagle. Okay. Kim is eagle. Um, we have um, Chu, rat. Rat. Mm. Wow. We hear people bear name Chu. Mm. We also have um, um, which animal now? Because virtual, virtually every animal okay. we have it's used well is well represented. Okay. So if you can even give me any animal that comes to your mind, yes. I'll tell you that somebody bears that name. Oh, okay. uh, Rondong, yes. cow. Wow. Anybody you see the name bearing the name Rondong is cow. cow. 
Okay. Uh, then, the, the, yes, the, the meaning of rondong is cow. We also have um, which animal now? Okay. Um, I think the only animal that uh, I've not heard a name is goat. I've not heard anybody named the veal. Oh, a dog. Uh, a hen and, and dog. And dog. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't think it, it's just maybe my own knowledge. Okay. But I, I believe somewhere someone is, someone is named after a dog. And you know a dog is a lawyer is a very loyal animal. So probably someone somebody will probably be buried the name Vu because dog is Vu in Biron. But maybe the reason why people don't uh, is because of the fact that it can be domesticated. And when you domesticate it, you know, you see it every day. So probably I have a dog in my house and then I name my child dog again. You know, it's not going it's not going to sit well. So it's so maybe you want to call your child and the dog is also coming yes. you know, it doesn't, okay. doesn't okay. sit yeah, well yeah, yeah. it may not sit well so i may i, I may I, I just feel that's one of the reasons, one of the reasons why, why you can't find somebody na- named vu uh, you know easily like okay. that okay. uh any animal any animal that comes to your mind you can just shoot okay. like that maybe okay. i'll just tell you yes okay okay thank you very much sir thank you very much mr george lambert the convener of Goal Heritage Group, and we we are really grateful for you being on our show today, and we hope that our our listeners have learned a lot about the Biron people, the names, and also the clamor for the goal, the change of name from Brackenladi to Goal, and also as extra, I I know personally that the Biron people have, if not the shortest name amongst every language in Nigeria. I think they I think they have the shortest name. They have the easiest name to spell, the easiest name to remember, the easiest name to type. So thank you very much for for having us. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. And thank you. we hope to have this another conversation with you again soon. Yeah. In fact uh, I'll be I'll be following the podcast yeah, in case we have comments. Yes. People with uh and, and questions yes. and questions you know I'll follow the the podcast yes. and of course yeah so please if you have any questions any questions any addition please kindly send them to us and then he will try to answer it for us thank you for your time thank you for staying with us and from me it's bye for now